Typically in the church, for the 40 days of Lent, you fast, which means that you eat less food or you, and or you uh, give up other things. Anything that you find is something that you can't live without, something that you give up for, 40, for the 40 days, or something that you rely on, you give up. So typically, historically in the church, you would not eat meat for certain days, like you don't eat meat on Fridays, which is why everybody eats fish on Fridays, because fish is not considered a meat, it's a fish. Um, and things like alcohol, which doesn't affect you at all, um, but often people will give up things like sweets, which my wife and I do. We don't eat any sweets, which is very difficult for me because I am a candy-oholic. Um, so we give up things like that. Um, and then the, in your fasting, you also take extra time. You give up some things and then you take up other things. So like you give up eating as much and then you take up praying more. Um, and you, you do that as a spiritual discipline. Yes, Cameron? Well, if it goes by letter, yes, it does make sense. So, um, okay. So, anyways, you're not, you're not supposed to, Sophie, but it is, a, it is a good thing for you to do. So, if you want to fast or give something up, I would encourage you to do that. And today, today's the first day. And if you do that, Sundays don't count. So Sundays are not Sundays are not considered a fast day. So I can eat like steak on Sh Sunday. Sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Seth, what is the first commandment? Uh, you shall have no other gods. What does this mean? We should fear, love, and trust in God above all things. Yes, Sophie. What is the third commandment? Mm, we should... The third commandment. I need the commandment. I know, I'm just Remember. There's only one that is remember. Remember the... Um, what kind of day? day? What is the church day called? Starts with an S. It is, we call it Sunday. There's another word for it, a special church word. For the Jews, this day was on Saturday. For us, we hold it on Sunday. The sa Sab. Yes. The third commandment. Remember the... Sabbath day. By... Keeping it holy. Yes. Let's do that. What is the third commandment? Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Yes. What does this mean? We should fear and love God yes. so that we do not mm -hmm. despise, despise the, uh, the what I do in the pulpit. What, what, what am I doing when I get into the pulpit? Do you know what the pulpit is? The pulpit is the big octagonal part in the chancel. You, like, say the 
No, I only go in there for one part of the service. Right after the hymn, I go up into the, chan- into the pulpit to do what? What do I do in the pulpit, Cameron? Yes, so that we do not despise preaching or his. Yes, but hold it sacred and gladly and and learn it. We should fear and love God so that we do not despise preaching and his word, but hold it sacred and gladly hear and learn it. Cameron, what is the second commandment? Uh, you shall not misuse the, the name of the Lord and Lord God. Yes, what does this mean? We should fear and love God so that, so that we do not cuss. Curse, yeah. yeah curse. Uh, use his... Curse. Swear. Mm-hmm. Uh, telling a falsehood. Telling a falsehood and... Uh, what do you call telling a falsehood? You, uh, you, you, you uh, say, say bad things about Jesus. No, a, a falsehood. To tell a falsehood. A fib. What is that called? A lie? Yes, lie we should... Lies. Yes, so that we do not curse, swear, lie. Use... Use the word... Use satanic... Arts. Use satanic arts yeah. or D. Did despise? D. Or did deceive? Mm-hmm. By. By. What's the second commandment all about? By misusing the name. Yeah, so it's about what part of God? Uh, His. His. You shall not misuse the name. His Lord name, Lord. yeah. So you do not curse, swear, use satanic arts, lie, or deceive by His Lord. Name. name. But we should uh, call. Mm-hmm. Call upon it in every. In every uh, way. In every trouble. And, and pray and sing and praise and and uh, preach and give thanks. Mason, what is the fourth commandment? First one that deals with your neighbor. Who is the most powerful of your neighbors? Who is the most who is the person that sets the rules for you in your house? Who sets the rules? Parents. Yes. Honor, Honor your, your parents. Your fa- father and mother. Yes. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not. We do not. A word for hate or don't like. The same one that Sophie had. D. Despise. Yes. Or. <sighs> to make someone angry. Despise or. Anger our. 
our father and mother. Uh, who are your father and mother? Parents. Parents. Yes. We should fear and love God so that we do not despise or anger our parents and other people. Other people like I don't know, a police officer or your teacher or the president. They are called authorities. But honor them, serve and obey them, love and cherish them. We have another week of review on the catechism. Review that. Because I'm going to do it the same way next time. Okay, yes, Cameron. I was just going to ask if you're going to ask us again next week. Mm -hmm. There's another week on it. And this is, this is it. Every single commandment, including the uh, close of the commandments, is fair game. Now, term quiz. Number one, the day Jesus was crucified and finished everything that God demanded of him for the salvation of man. The day Jesus was crucified. Number two, the time of vigil and prayer between Good Friday and Easter. Number three, the name of the hill outside of the city walls of Jerusalem upon which Jesus was crucified. And I'll give you a bonus point if you also write down what its name means. What is the name of the place where Jesus was crucified? Number four. The most important week in the ministry of our Lord, beginning with Palm Sunday and ending with Easter Sunday. The most important week, beginning with Palm Sunday and ending with Easter Sunday. And lastly, number five, once I find it, the title given to Jesus that means anointed one and the fulfiller of the Old Testament. A title that means anointed one. Okay, do you need me to repeat any? Okay. Sophie, number one. No, number one, it's the day that Jesus was crucified. I need the day. Mason? Cameron? Good Friday? Good Friday is the day that Jesus was crucified. Yes. Seth, number two. Holy Saturday. Yes, Holy Saturday. Holy Saturday. The day between Friday and Sunday. Number three, Mason. Cameron. Number three. Golgotha is correct. And what does that mean, Seth? Skull. 
Place of the skull. You can have a bonus point. Who? Anybody else who put down the place of the skull gets the, their bonus point too. That's what Golgotha means. I would have also accepted Calvary if you would put down Calvary because the Gospels say that that's the other place. Okay. Uh, number four, Sophie. Holy week. Holy week, yes. The most important week. Cameron. Uh, Ash Wednesday is not even one of our terms, and it is also not a part of the most important week. Ash Wednesday is today, which is just the beginning of Lent. Holy Week is Palm Sunday, Holy Monday, Holy Tuesday, Holy Wednesday, Maundy Thursday, Good Friday, Holy Saturday, and Easter Sunday. That's the most important week. All of the biggest days are there. Um, Lastly, number five, Seth. Messiah or Christ? Yes. If you put Messiah, it's right. If you put Christ, it's right. Either one of those is correct. Okay. Sophie. Oh, three. Okay. Seth? Six. Cameron? Four. Mason? Okay, to Mark chapter 16. Mark chapter 16. Yep, Mark, it's the last, the last chapter of Mark, Mark chapter 16. What happened to Jesus last week in our reading? He was taken with the cross. Yes, Cameron. Oh, wasn't he mocked? Some... He was mocked, yes. What else? And he died. Yes, and he died. And he died. Now, today, Mark chapter 16. This is the resurrection. Um, now, we'll go clockwise. Now, when the Sabbath was passed, and which day is the Sabbath? Sunday. Pardon me? Sunday. No. Or, or the, church, the day of church. Yes, but I mean, what day of the week is it, right, oh. when it says Sabbath here? When, when we talk about Sabbath day, it is Sunday. But, f- but for the Jews, when they talk about the Sabbath, it is not Sunday, it is Yes, it is Saturday. That's one reason why we celebrate the Sabbath on Sunday, because Jesus rises on a Sunday, the day after the Sabbath. When the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome brought spices that they might come and anoint him. Who are these women? Who's Mary Magdalene? No, that's a different Mary. Mary Magdalene, or Mary the Magdalene, is the Mary from Jericho? from a city called Magdala. And she is the one 
who Jesus cast seven demons out of, and then she followed Jesus. Then there's Mary, the mother or the wife of a man named Clopas, who is the brother of Joseph, Jesus' guardian. So that's Jesus' aunt, Mary, who's also named Mary. His mother's named Mary, and his aunt is named Mary. Um, and then she is the mother of James and Joseph. And then Salome is the sister of his mother, Mary. Uh, and she's the wife of Zebedee. And who are her son, who, her two sons, the sons of Zebedee? Uh, James and John. Yes, meaning that what is their relationship to Jesus? Yes, Salome is the uh, sister of Mary, and her two sons are Jesus' cousins, who are also Jesus' disciples. Yes, Cameron? Uh, I was going to say, say cousins. Oh, yes, yep, Jesus' cousins. Okay, no, verse 2. Is That's you, yep, clockwise. And very early on <clears throat> the first day of the week, when the sun had risen... They went to the tomb. Mm -hmm. Why did they go to the tomb? To put like, the spices and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, why do they need to put spices? To anoint him. Yeah, but why? Uh, no. Cameron? So when, when he, he gets put in the tomb, then he can eat there? Then he can eat? Yeah. Not those kind of spices. Spices like incense, a spice that oh, smells. Yeah. What happened? What's the deal with Lazarus? Remember the guy named Lazarus? What happened to him, Cameron? Uh, he got killed. Well, he didn't get killed, but he. He killed himself? No, he got sick and. And died? And died. Of, of being sick. Yeah, so he didn't, he didn't get killed, he just he died. He died and he was put in the tomb, and how many days later did Jesus come? Uh-huh, three days, or four days. And how long had he been in the tomb? Well, for that long. And when Jesus says, hey, roll away the stone from that opening of the tomb, what do they say? Uh, are you sure you want to do that? He's been in there already for four days. What happens to a body? Yeah, it starts to get rotten. And does it smell good? No, it really smells terrible. So when somebody dies, they put spices in the tomb. They anoint the body so that it smells sweet. That's what you'll smell tonight with the ashes. The ashes have sort of a strong, pungent, sweet smell. And that is the smell of myrrh, which is this one of the oils that they would use, one of the spices that they would anoint bodies with. It is very strong and it is very sweet. Okay, next verse. Oh, uh, and they had, and they said among themselves, who will roll away the stone from the door of the, of the tomb for us? But, mm -hmm. when, but when they looked up, they saw that the stone had been rolled away for to move. There were three women and they already said between the three of us we can't move that stone. We need somebody else to help us. So that's three people that can't move it. 
and it's already rolled away. That's a surprise. Continue. Um, and entering the tomb, they saw a man sitting on the right side dressed in a white robe, and they were alarmed. Mm -hmm. Why are they alarmed? Because they see a guy sitting there. Yes, but why is that an alarming thing? Seth? Do they think it's on a ghost, maybe? Uh, no, excuse me, probably not. But is it Jesus? Yeah. Is that Jesus sitting there? No, it's not Jesus. It's, it's an angel. It is an angel. So it's not Jesus. Angels are always shocking, yes. So they're afraid because it's an angel. And why is somebody why would somebody afraid be afraid of an angel? Because then so, so with an angel if an angel appears then you're gonna die. Well that's what they're afraid of. Yeah, they're afraid they're gonna die. Why do why would they be afraid of that, Sophie? Well, sure, but why would they think that they would die if there was an angel? Because whenever you um, die, there, like an angel comes. No, that's not why they're afraid. Does an angel look like a? Oh, yeah, go. It's like uh, just it's not a normal person; it's a creature. Um, okay, it's a it's a heavenly being, but is an angel holy or not holy? holy. Yes, and what are you? Unholy. So, what happens to unholy things when they get close to holy things? They get blasted. So, when they see angels, people know that they are sinners and they are afraid of the angels because the angels are holy. But why else would they be afraid of an angel? Because they're coming to Jesus' tomb to anoint the body of Jesus and the stone is moved away and there's a man sitting in there who is an angel. And is Jesus in there? No. no. They don't know what's going on. Wouldn't you be sort of afraid? Yeah. So he says to them, he said to them, do not be alarmed. That's what angels always say. Do not fear. Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you to Galilee. There you will seek him, just as he told you. What is the job of an angel? Mes messenger. Yes, a messenger. And what does a messenger do, Sophie? It tells people if I tell Cameron to go tell Mason something, Yes, and he's delivering a, a messenger delivers a message. message, right. Is the message the one that the messenger came up with himself? No. No. If Sophie tells Cameron to go tell Mason something, is Cameron telling Mason what he wants to tell Mason, or is he telling Mason what Sophie wants him to tell Mason? Sophie. So uh, does a messenger get to speak their own words? No, so an angel as a messenger of God speaks the word of God. So what is the word of God here that he speaks? 
What does the angel say? Cameron. Uh, uh, do, not, do not be alarmed. Yes, and? Yeah, but but tell me with your own words, like you know it. Don't just read. I can read it myself if I want to. I want you to tell me what the angel said. Yes, and why is that a big deal? Because because he'll forgive the sins. Because because he's supposed to be dead. That's the gospel that the, that's the word of the Lord, the gospel that the angel is proclaiming. Jesus isn't dead. He rose from the dead. He was dead, but he isn't anymore. That's great. That's a message from the Lord. And what command does he give to the angels or to the women, excuse me? What does he tell them that they should do? Uh, tell tell the disciples Yes, go and tell the disciples. Why do you think the disciples need to know that Jesus is risen? Because they're the followers. Because they are, and what are they doing right now? About to die. Not about to die, but are they are they happy? No. No, and they're hiding. And they've given up hope. And uh, what disciple especially does Jesus say to tell? Peter. Mm-hmm. Why? Correct, Sophie, because Peter was the one that openly denied Jesus. So he wants Peter especially to know. Why else would Peter be an important disciple to tell? Because he's like the most important. Yes, because he's the chief of the apostles. He's the boss. And he's the one that's going to be in charge in the book of Acts of founding the early church. All right, next verse. Oh, uh... So they went out quickly and fled from the tomb, fled trembling and were amazed. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Yeah, so what did he tell them to do? Uh, tell people they... And then what did they do? They stayed silent, they didn't say anything. Yes, so they, they did end up telling people, but they didn't do it right away. Because they were afraid. Why? What would they, what would they be afraid of? Like maybe, <coughs> excuse me, not dying. Like if maybe it was, like they they would get mad, not believe him. Maybe. They're mostly afraid because this isn't something that's supposed to happen. Jesus risen from the dead. This is not supposed. Jesus could have raised people from the dead, but nobody raises nobody is raised from the dead just by themselves like that. So this is. This is a strange thing. Now, um, why does why does Jesus appear? Or excuse me. Oh, we need to read more before I can ask you that question. Okay, verse nine. Excuse me. Now, when he rose early on the first day of the week, he happened. Yeah, who is this? He. Jesus. Yes, Jesus. He had. He appeared first to Mary. Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene, who out of whom he had cast seven demons. Mm-hmm. She went and told those who had been with him, and they mourned and left. 
And when they heard that he was still alive and had been seen by her, they did not believe. Uh, so who does Jesus appear to first? Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene. Why is that important? Is it important? Anytime a pastor says, is this part of the Bible important? It's a trick. It's all important. Yes, it's very important that he appears to Mary Magdalene first. Because what? Because she was, what, she had seven demons. Okay. Demons. Okay, what... Uh, was a woman in that culture considered to be the best of the best? Uh, no. no. Could a woman testify in court? Mm. No. Even if a woman was a witness, she couldn't testify in court. So her word didn't mean anything. Why does Jesus appear first to somebody whose word doesn't mean anything? Somebody who is the lowest and weakest of society. It's exactly right, because she's important to him. That's what Jesus... You remember in the Magnificat, which is the song of Mary. Mary, she talks about how the humble will be raised up and the mighty will be cast out of their thrones. This is one example of that. The people who the world thinks are really big and important aren't in the eyes of God, and the people that the world thinks are really weak and lowly, the Lord thinks are important. Important. Um, Jesus proclaims the truth of his resurrection starting with the lowest person and going all the way up to strengthen uh, their faith and their confession and strengthen the belief of everybody in the resurrection. Because, here's the thing, if somebody wanted to create a false story, who would they go to first? the people who would have the best testimony. Why would anybody, if they really wanted their story to be believed, go to the person who nobody will believe? That's a dumb thing to do, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Ah, but not for Jesus. Um, Very good. And why did the apostles not believe? Aren't they the ones supposed to be faithful? Why did they not believe? Sure, okay, they lost all their hope. They were, they were in despair. Despair is a sadness with no hope. They thought he was dead for life. Yes, they thought he was dead for good. And how do you know that somebody has risen from the dead? Mm. What, is the, what is the real big proof of that? Yes, it's not that the tomb is empty, because what happens when they see the empty tomb? Yes, remember what Mary says. This is in John's Gospel. When Mary sees Jesus, she says, Sir, if you have taken away my Lord, please tell me where you have lain him. And they're afraid that somebody took Jesus away. That's all that the empty tomb means, but what they really need is to see the actual body of Jesus. And that's what they all need. So none of the disciples believe. Then, 14. That's you, Sophie. 14, verse 14. Um, Afterward he appears, appeared to the eleven, eleven themselves as they were reclining at table. Oh, I'm sorry. That was supposed to be 12. Here, I'll read those. After that he appeared in another form to two of them as they walked and went into the country. 
And they went and told it to the rest, but they did not believe them either. There. Later he appeared to the eleven as they sat by table, and he... Fourteen. Maybe a little bit. Just read verse 14. Afterward, he appeared to the eleven themselves as they were reclining at table, and he rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart because they had not believed those who saw him after he had risen. Yes. So they did not believe the words of the women, and they did not believe the words of the other two disciples. Now, who are those two disciples? Do you know? Would it be Peter and James and John? No. It's the, the disciples on the road to Emmaus. They're walking away from Jerusalem, and Jesus appears, and they don't know who he is. And then he says, well, what's going on? Why are you guys so sad? And they say, well, because our Lord died. And he said, well, who's that? And they said, don't you know anything? Are you a stranger here? And he says, yes, what things am I supposed to know? And they tell him all about how they thought Jesus was the Christ. And then he breaks bread with them, which sounds like... Yes, which we would call communion. And then he is known to them. And then they run back and tell the other disciples. Uh, yes. Yes. Verse 15. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. In these signs we will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They, you take verse 18, Sophie. Okay. They will pick up serpents with their hands, and if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay their, they will lay their hands on the sick. They will lay their hands on the sick, and they will recover. Yes. Who are those who believe that are going to do all these things? Are the ones baptized? Mm-hmm. No. Or the humble one. Is is Jesus talking about anyone? So, so Cameron, um, if Jesus says those who believe, does is he talking about anyone who believes? So should you go out and pick up a serpent and say, well, you know, it's not going to bite me because Jesus said it wouldn't bite me. No. Well, why not? Jesus said it wouldn't bite those who believe. Who are those who believe? Lord of faith. Hmm. No. Well, yes and no. That's gross, Sophie. Put those back on. Um, the apostles. These signs will follow. Uh, and why do the apostles perform signs? Because you're like forerunning or they're Not, They're showing that they have the authority of Christ. So they perform signs too. And all of these things are, are things that really happen. They cast out demons... They speak with tongues. When do they speak in tongues? What's the name of that date after the ascension? Is it Pentecost? Yes, Pentecost. Um, they also take up serpents. Um, St. Paul threw a serpent into a fire. John uh, was poisoned and uh, 
did not die. And they'll lay hands on the sick and they'll recover, which the apostles did. So this is talking about the mission of the apostles, just like the women and the two disciples told them, hey, Jesus is risen. Here's, you know, they say, yeah, Jesus is risen and we are his apostles. And here we can show you that we're his apostles because we have his authority. All right, here are your terms. You need to know um, the resurrection, St. Mary Magdalene, the Emmaus disciples, those are those two, they're not named in uh, Mark's gospel, but they are in Luke's, the Emmaus disciples, the ascension, which is when Jesus is taken to the next term, which is the right hand of God. And the last one is the command to baptize, which is also known as the Great Commission. Any questions? No. Okay, we need to scoot. Mason, you're acolyting? Okay, we got to get up there for service. <laughs>